Hello, it's Bruce T here with another podcast. This podcast is based on Luke 18 verses 9 to 14 and it's entitled Motivations in Prayer. So I'm going to read the reading and then we'll have an explanation and after that we'll look at 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14 finishing off with the Lord's Prayer. Jesus also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all I get, but the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. So from the reading, we've got this verse, verse 14. Everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself shall be exalted. Now, I don't know if you've been into any English lessons where they ask you to write a, an essay and use the term compare and contrast. So we're going to compare. On the one hand is the Pharisee, on the other hand is the publican. Well, the Pharisee seemed to me to be very rule-based. He'd got some of the rules from, from God, from the, the commandments that Moses had given and showed them to promote himself. But there was no confession, no acknowledgement of guilt. It's boasting, look at me. He'd found the rules, applied them to himself and shown the results. But it was boasting, it was showing off. It wasn't set in a humble way. It was there to show off as, as he looked with contempt on the publican. He thought he was better. But Jesus warns against this. In Matthew 6, 5, he warns against leaders who use worship to draw attention to themselves. And then in 6, 7, people who, who think by using many words, God can hear them or maybe try to get God to do what they want to try and manipulate God to do what they wanted. I saw this um, documentary or this series and these people were praying to God for, and they were going out to commit murder, to kill people. I thought, well, surely that's wrong. So this Pharisee took some of the rules of God and applied them to himself to show off, to look good. And in fact, he was praying to himself, what's the point in that? We pray to God, the creator of all the earth, Jesus, who sits at the right hand side of God, who's paid the price for our sin, past, present and future. Only this can make a difference. The standard is God's standard, not man's standard. We, we talk about Kate both singing, wanting to make a deal with God while she's running up that hill and get us to change the places. But this Christian life is God's way. It's God's deal and we can't change it. 
we've just got to live by it and ask him to help us. The prayer of the publican on the, on the other hand was opposite to the Pharisee, stood far off, smote his breast and said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And we see there's five points in this. It was a real petition. He really meant it. He didn't want to show off. He really meant what he was doing. And it was a prayer containing thanksgiving and profession. It was a direct personal prayer. We you know in Yorkshire we get accused of speaking bluntly. But if we speak bluntly as this Pharisee did, God be merciful to me, a sinner. A prayer which put self in the right place. It was a confession, including the ABC or the, 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 the start of Christianity that we need to repent and believe the gospel because it's only by repenting and believing the gospel and what Jesus has done for us on the cross of Christ that can that we can be saved not as the Pharisee was doing by pointing to himself the publican's prayer came from his heart mercy was desired he had faith in God's mercy the Bible says in Psalm 51 my sacrifice O God is a broken spirit a broken and contrite heart, O oh God, you will not despise. This is what David said to God after he had sinned by going with Bathsheba and arranging the murder of her husband. And this is what we need at times, is a broken and contrite heart. So how do we apply this? Well, he has learned to feel his sins as a great reason to be thankful. If we remember, St Paul always talked or referred to the fact that he used to persecute the church, but God in his grace had forgiven him and he had started afresh to, to preach the gospel, to give the good news of Jesus and to convince people to take that step in believing in Jesus because that's what we need to do to believe in Jesus what he's done and the promises that he has for us in his life God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but shall have eternal life thank you Jesus so humility is the first and foremost the grace of the Christian character it was referred to in a lot of the uh, the papers and the the um, film production that our queen who's just died lived a life of humility even though she was high and lifted up she had a life of humility and this was recorded i think one of these the examples of this was when david beckham went to um, stand in the queue to go around and see the queen's coffin he didn't even though he was the ex-England football captain, he didn't go to the front. He wanted to stay in the queue and spend that time moving along so he could see the Queen's coffin, just like everybody else. People asked him if he wanted to go to the front, but he declined. He wanted to do that. He wanted to do a humble piece of service to the Queen that he admired. The Pharisee, on the other hand, was sinning against Jesus. He was righteous in his own eyes and trying to boast and show off. We all have an ego and it's the ego that promotes ourselves. And I remember 
playing the guitar and being in a worship band. Now, it's the ego that made me apply to be in a worship band, but then my ego had to, to die because I wanted to play in harmony with the rest of the band. I didn't want to stand out and show off. And in Romans 12, 3, it talks about us having sober judgment about ourselves, checking ourselves and seeing what we really are like. Now, we know the opposite of sober judgment because if we have a drink, then we can lose our inhibitions and do things that we wouldn't do normally if we were sober. So it's a good thing to check. And we can check it out with other people. You say, or, you know, check it out with your pastor, your minister, or people who you um, consider good Christians and say, look, I think I ought to be doing this. And, you know, we can check it out. And our own sober judgment and the judgment of other people will keep us on the right path because self-righteousness is a disease that can affect us all. We can secretly flatter ourselves that we're not as bad as others when we're comparing ourselves with our friends, classmates, our colleagues. And the cure for self-righteousness is self-knowledge as opened up by the Holy Spirit. We pray, Jesus, when we accept Jesus as our Saviour, we begin a walk with him. And we're sanctified to start with, but the sanctification is an ongoing process. We are sanctified, we are being sanctified, and we will be sanctified when we get to heaven. It's the way that, you know, the things that you do, the changes in your life come about as the Holy Spirit prompts you, gives you the power. When I first became a Christian, one of the things that disappeared from my speech was swearing. It just went like that. Some things we have to struggle with and we have to work with God with these things. The same Jesus who is sitting at the right hand side of God commends the prayer of the publican. So as we talked about last time I, I did a sermon here, it was, we talked about we need to love the Lord our God with all our heart, our soul and our mind and treat our neighbour ourselves this was apparent to me recently because one of my neighbors was playing loud music into the middle of the night I could have gone round banged on the door and said can you please reduce the music in a rather angry tone because I was getting a bit worked up but I didn't and since then nothing uh, no music that's going on into the middle of the night as I cared so I'm thankful about that and I'm thankful that I didn't create a scene so we've got to remember, everyone who exalts himself shall be humbled, but he who humbles himself shall be exalted. Thank you, Jesus, for your words of advice. So we move on to what about me? What about me then? Do I know and realise what I've done? Paul did. Paul knew he'd persecuted the church. And when, and the Bible says that for everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Jesus Christ when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. And there are sins of omission, sins of commission, sins that we do willingly, sins that we don't do, that we should have done. People said about the Holocaust, what happened there was because good people did nothing. And that is a sin of omission. It's that something that I could have done that I didn't do. Get that urge from God to do it, but I don't do it. I find all the reasons there are, 
but then it's still a sin of omission. Do I know what Jesus has done for me? Jesus, God, came down to earth and died on the cross of Calvary, paying the cost of my, my sin, past, present, future, providing I believe in him. So what shall I do? I need to repent. That says sorry for the sins I've done and believe the message of Jesus and then hope for eternal life with Jesus when I die or before if the church is raptured away. Now sin could be a constant battle but it's not a license to continue. It may be a time for you to change to ask Jesus for help. And how do we do this? Well the Bible says that 2 Chronicles 7.14 it's an often quoted verse if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land I say that again if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land so it's time to pray our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven it was today our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever Amen. And what did the publican say? God be merciful to me, a sinner. So may the Lord bless you, may the Lord keep you, may the Lord make his face to shine upon you, your family, your friends, your loved ones, and enable you to seek the face of God and repent and say sorry to God for the wrong things that we've done. Help me, Lord to follow you I'm truly sorry and ask Jesus to accept me I believe in Jesus thank you Jesus for all that you've done for me Amen <laughs>